Nancy. And how about me? <laughs> It's me, Dolly. Some call me the queen of country music, but I know you've got your own queen. But there's room for more than one, right? Actually, I bet we got plenty of queens out here tonight. <laughs> We're going back to the 1980s, when a gallon of gas ran about 86 cents, but manners cost you nothing, and hairspray was so strong, you could get you a giant hairdo and fix your wallpaper at the same time. Back then, we were just secretaries in a man's world, and it seemed like our whole life existed between the hours of nine to five. Well, I tumbled out of bed and stumbled to the kitchen, pour myself a cup of ambition, yawn and stretch and try to come to life. And I jump in the shower and the blood starts pumping, out on the streets the traffic starts jumping, the folks like me on the job from nine to veteran. That's what the boss calls you when you're too old to chase and too good to fire. <laughs> of course, Violet's husband passed away suddenly a few years ago, and she's trying to raise her teenage son at the same time she's trying to rise through the ranks at work. Lord, she's wound tighter than a banjo string right now, and I'm afraid she's just gonna snap. My two wives have got me hopping. Dawn to midnight, there's no stopping. Don't know which I'm
and welcome to It's Showtime. I'm Ryan Sutton. And I'm Jordana Weekly. We're back with an hour of interesting musical theatre facts and, of course, musical theatre songs. Now, before we continue with the show, yes, I need to apologise to you, Ryan, oh. and to everyone else who raved about Hamilton. And every time I would say, oh, it just doesn't grab me. Which surprises me or surprised me because there was just it is so good so modern just so so different so uh, I was surprised at your lack of enthusiasm towards it if I'm honest well it was released on Disney plus on the 3rd of July and I thought I'd give it a go and what did you think okay I'll admit at the first time I watched it I did struggle to keep up with the story but I've since done my homework and I've read the history of Alexander Hamilton and I've watched it again. Wow. And I've also been listening to it nonstop. Wow. So, uh, yeah, I pick up something new every time, right? And... um, Well, it sounds like you've you've converted, Joe. You've you've become a, a Hamilton fan. I am sorry. I am sorry for being negative about Hamilton. You were right. I was wrong. It is very, very good. I know. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, Right, uh, let's have a song from Hamilton. What do you want, Joe? So, from Hamilton, I have chosen the Skylar Sisters. There's nothing rich folks love more than going downtown and slumming it with the poor. They pull up in their carriages and walk at the students in the common just to watch them talk. Take Philip Skylar, the man is loaded. of the guys it Fun, baby, you can trust me. I've been reading common sense by Thomas Paine. So men say that I'm intense around insane. You want a revolution? I want a revelation. So listen to my declaration. We hold these truths to be self-evident that all men are created equal. And when I meet Thomas Jefferson, oh. I'ma compel him to include women in the sequel. Work! Look around, look around at how lucky we are to be alive right now. Look around, look around at how lucky we are to be alive. the Skylar Sisters from the original Broadway cast recording of Hamilton sang by Philippa Sue, uh, Rene Elise Goldberry and Jasmine Seyfas Jones. I have no idea if I said that right. Philippa Sue is an American actress and singer and she is best known for originating the role, originating the role of Eliza Schuyler in Hamilton on Broadway. Uh, a performance that she was nominated for 
in the 2016 Tony Award for Best Actress in a Musical. She also appeared in Amelie in 2017, playing the title role, and most recently appeared on Broadway in The Parisian Woman, which ran from November 2017 until March 2018. Uh, Back in 2012, she originated the role of Natasha Rostova in the off-Broadway production of Natasha Pierre and The Great Comet of 1812. That was No One Else uh, from Natasha Pierre and the Great Comet of 1812, which is a sung-through musical adaptation of a 70-page segment from Leo Tolstoy's 1869 novel War and Peace, 
written by composer and lyricist Dave Malloy and directed by Rachel Chavkin. It is based on Volume 2, Part 5 of the novel, focusing on Natasha's affair with Antole and Pierre's search for meaning in his life. The Broadway production at the Imperial Theatre began previews in October 2016 and opened in November 2016, starring Josh Groban as Pierre and Denis Benton as Natasha, both making their Broadway debuts. And uh, Benton's first break was being cast as... Nabalungai in the West End and US national tour of the Book of Mormon. Hello, my name is Elder Price, and I would like to share with you the most amazing book. Hello, my name is Elder Grant. It's a book about America a long, long time ago. It has so many awesome parts you simply won't believe how much this book can change your life hello my name is elder green i would like to share with you this book of jesus christ hello my name is elder young hello did you know that jesus lived here in the usa you can read all about it now hello in this nifty book it's free no you don't have to pay hello hello my name is Elder Smith, and can I leave this book with you for you to just peruse? Hello! 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 I'll just leave it here. It has a lot of information you can really use. Hello! Hi! My name is Jesus Christ! You have a lovely home. Hello! It's an amazing book. Bonjour! Oh my! How? They am an elder wife. Are these your kids? This book gives you the secret to eternal life. Sound good? Eternal life. Now it's time for our musical of the week. And Joe, what we got? This week, I have chosen quite a few people's favourites. I have chosen Waitress the Musical. Uh, with music and lyrics by Sarah Bareilles and a book by Jesse Nelson, the musical is based on the 2007 film of the same name, written by Adrienne Shelley. It tells the story of Jenna Hunterson, a baker and waitress in an abusive relationship with her husband Earl. After Jenna unexpectedly becomes pregnant, she begins an affair with her doctor. Looking for ways out of her troubles, she sees a pie-baking contest and its grand prize as her chance. And from Waitress, this is She Used to Be Mine. It's not simple to say Most days I don't recognise me That these shoes and this apron that place and its patrons have taken more than I gave them. It's not easy to know I'm not anything like I used to be, although it's true. I was never attention sweet center. I still remember that girl. She's imperfect 
Gorgeous. Uh, right, uh, now it's time for a little quiz. So we've had a quiz every few weeks and I thought we'd bring it back. Yes, not because we're struggling for content. Oh no, it's just that we really, really love quizzes. <laughs> uh, right. So, question one. The 80s chart topper, I Know Him So Well, was taken from which Andrew Lloyd Webber's musical? Question two. What's the name of Bill Sykes' dog in Oliver? And finally, question three. How old was Stockard Channing when she played high school musical student Rizzo in the film version of Grease? Wow. Is anyone actually meant to know that? That is a tough question. Uh, right. Uh, yes. Answers to follow a little later in the show. There are worse things I could do. Then go with a boy or two Even though the neighborhood thinks I'm trashy and no good I suppose it could be true But there are worse things I could do I could flirt with all the guys Smile
Welcome back to It's Showtime with Ryan and Jodana. That was, of course, Kiss Me, uh, which is a song recorded by American pop rock band Sixpence None the Richer from their 1997 self-titled album. Uh, the song Kiss Me was used as the main theme song for She's All That, which is a 1999 American teen romantic comedy film directed by Robert Iscove and starring Freddie Prinze Jr., Rachel Lee Cook, Paul Walker and Matthew Lillard. It is a modern adaptation of George George Bernard Shaw's play Pygmalion and George Cukor's 1964 film My Fair Lady. It was one of the most popular teen films of the late 90s and reached number one at the box office in its first week of release. I loved Freddie Prinze Jr. I still love him to this day. He hasn't aged. I think he's actually aged really well. Just put it out there. He's gorgeous. Back to the show. So, sorry. She's All That, the film, was a box office success and it helped Kiss Me to gain widespread mainstream attention and chart success. It climbed to number two uh, on the Billboard's Hot 100 list and stayed in the top 10 for 16 straight weeks. Amazing. Uh, Right. Back to our quiz now, and we have some answers for you. So, earlier on in the show, we asked you three questions, and we're about to reveal the answers. How many did you get right? Yes, personally, I just got the one right, because that was really hard. Uh, Right, question one. The 80s chart topper, I know him so well, was taken from which Andrew Lloyd Webber musical? And the answer is, of course, chess. And question two. What's the name of Bill Sykes' dog in Oliver? And it's, of course, Bullseye. Now, if any of you listen to Paul O'Grady or a fan of Paul O'Grady, he literally refers, he always says something around Oliver, Nancy, Bullseye. So, yeah, hopefully you pick that up. And uh, question three. How old was Stockard Channing when she played high school student Rizzo in the film version of Grease? Uh, so, what is it, Joe? I haven't got a clue. She was 33, right? Wow. 33, same age as me. And she played Rizzo. That's amazing. Well, a student in Greece. So there's still hope for me yet. I'm, mm. st- you know, I'm still holding out, guys. I'm still holding out. <laughs> Don't hold your breath. Uh, right. Uh, from Oliver. Uh, stop looking at me like that. Uh, from Oliver. This is It's a Fine Life. Love and slam! Nancy. Wake up, boys. The lady's in there. Ladies! Cork and India will have less of that if you don't mind. So where's the gin then, Fagin? All in moderation, my dear, all in moderation. Too much gin can be a dangerous thing for a pure young girl. Oh, and what's wrong with a bit of danger then, eh, Mr Fagin? After all, it's the only bit of excitement we get. And who would deny us that small pleasure? Small pleasures, small pleasures, who would deny us these? Gin the toddies, large measures, no skimping if you please. I never tire of it leading this merry dance. If you don't mind having to go without things, it's a fine life. It's a fine life. Though it ain't all jolly old pleasure outings, it's a fine life. It's a fine life. When you got someone to love, you forget your cares and strive. Let the fruits look down and let the wide world frown and it's a fine If 
you don't mind having to deal with faking. It's a fine life. Fine Life from Oliver the Musical. Now back to a bit more of our musical of the week, which is, of course, Waitress. Waitress began previews at the American Repertory Theatre in Cambridge, Massachusetts, on August the 2nd, 2015, before the official opening on August the 19th for a limited run, uh, which lasted until the 27th of September. Broadway previews began in March 2016 at the Brooks Atkinson Theatre, with the official opening in April. And it was just in time for the April Tony Award cutoff date. So it opened on the 24th and the cutoff date was the 28th. I mean, four days. <laughs> That's unreal. Um, and for the Broadway production, elements of the book were rewritten and new choreography developed and also a new song was written. And the Manhattan baker Stacy Donnelly and a small business owner Dawn Mayo uh, were hired to ensure that the baking scenes were realistic. Donnelly taught the cast how to work and roll pie dough, as the role of Jenna required uh, was required sorry, to crack eggs, sift flour and roll out dough on stage. And uh, Dawn Mayo uh, created all of the prop pies used in the show. And then to help immerse, immerse audiences, real pies are warming as you enter the theatre, creating the aroma of a pie shop. And also, um, pie is for sale as well in uh, the show. Washes off of all the dirty dishes when it's 
actress made history on Broadway with the four top creative spots in a show being filled by women. In addition, the costume designer and musical director were also women. Um, and Sarah Barrielis said she was proud to be part of an all-female team. And she said it's really fun to be an example of the way it can look. We're a bunch of women who are deeply committed to finding a way to build a unified vision. Go on, girl. Love it. Yeah, girl power and all that. Uh, the production opened in London's West End on uh, February the 8th, 2019 at the Adelphi Theatre and featured Catherine McPhee as Jenna, uh, who had previously played the role on Broadway, and Jack McBrayer as Ogie. Uh, Lucy Jones took over the role of Jenna on June the 17th, 2019, and Desi Oakley made a return to the show in London as Jenna after playing the role on the US tour for a two-week period uh, from January the 13th and since opening on broadway waitress has gone worldwide so they've done projections in manila and that starred joanna ampel uh, there's been projections in argentina sydney the, the netherlands copenhagen and the next year they're looking to open it in poland in 2019 sarah Bareilles released an album titled what's not inside which includes songs that didn't make the show uh, some of them are really good too, uh, which explains the album. One, two, three, two, two, three. When I was a boy, hardly more than ten years old, my family moved to a small town. And I was destroyed, leaving all my friends behind. And if I'd had a choice, we'd have stayed put. It's only now I can see sometimes a little change can be good. At the end of the block, ramshackle diner stood. My after school stop just to pass time where I met a girl nearly three times my age but still she painted my world with her kind words and soft curves just a schoolboy crush but you remind me of her she saw Someone to simply be glad that we're there. 
that was Without a Believer from What's Not Inside, which is the, as Ryan mentioned, the album that includes songs that didn't make the show. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And now it's time for... Showstopper Sunday! And what wonders of the world have you brought to us this week, Joe? So, our showstopper this week is Impossible from Cinderella, written by Rogers and Hammerstein. Impossible for a plain yellow pumpkin to become a golden carriage. Impossible for a plain country bumpkin and a prince to join in marriage. And four white mice will never be four white horses. Such four of course is impossible But the world is full of zadies and fools Who don't believe in sensible rules And won't believe what sensible people say And because these daft and dewy-eyed dopes Keep building up impossible hopes Impossible things are happening Impossible. Impossible. But if you could be a beggar woman not five minutes ago, and now you are my fairy godmother, then anything is possible, right? I suppose so. Then you could change it all. You could make it all happen. No, but you could change it all. You could make it all happen. Well, never. I couldn't. You're right. It's all so impossible for a plain yellow pumpkin to become a golden carriage. Impossible for a plain country bumpkin and a prince to join in marriage. And four white mice will never be four white horses. Such folderol and fiddle dee dee, of course, is impossible. But the world is full of zany. That's all we've got time for this week. Thank you so much for joining us. Uh, we will be back next week, same time, right here on Bro Radio. And to see us out, uh, this is Billboard Ensemble's uh, Go West, which was taken from their recent video. Uh, enjoy. See you next week. Together.